Broncos find a golden ticket this week? I think they might have. Let's talk about that on mm. the DNVR Broncos podcast. We got Ryan Koningsberg. We got Super Bowl 50 M- or Super Bowl 50 champion. Let's go with the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Davis and Zach Stevens rolling with you on the DNVR Broncos podcast. How are we doing on this terrific Thursday, Todd? I'm feeling great, man. I feel like uh, it's going to be a good weekend. Colorado sports, so let's ro- let's rock, baby. Yeah, let's go. I'm a lot more subdued than I was on Monday night, but uh, <laughs> I'm still feeling great. Still feeling great. Well, I don't know. You could you could finish that. Is that like a Trenta coffee? Yeah, yeah. Is that it's, legal? It's part of the. Uh, you know, Monday really set me back. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the week, I've just been trying to keep, uh, you know, catch up on energy levels. I mean, you have an extra short week, too, because you got buffs tomorrow yep. night. Yep. So Broncos Monday, buffs Friday. That's quite a week. I know. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then Todd and I are going to the game on Sunday, right? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Although I saw you're giving away our tickets. Those are other tickets. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. <laughs> are those better tickets? No. Yeah, yes. You're giving away the better tickets. Yep. Damn, look at you. You're, you're for the people. <laughs> What a guy. We'll you be know, in the nose. <laughs> they are they are in section one ten, I believe. So that's Ooh. legit. Pretty dang good tickets. That sounds amazing. And this weekend of football sounds amazing. I mean, primetime games. We got Broncos, Vikings. Tonight we got Bengals, Ravens. That's a hell of a game. And then Monday night, you get the Super Bowl rematch. The Eagles going into Kansas City. I'm excited to pick that game with you guys. See where you guys are leaning on that because these games. I'm shocked at where the lines are for all three of these Ooh. games, actually. So we're going to break that down. We're going to give our Broncos pick. But first, we've got to talk about some news that came out yesterday. The Broncos' next opponent, Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Deshaun's done for the entire season. He was dealing with one injury, and then a shoulder injury popped up. He's having season-ending shoulder surgery. So that means that the Broncos play backup quarterback in two weeks. And then we look in three days. Technically, Broncos. they play a third-string quarterback in two weeks. You're right. They're yeah. playing a third-string quarterback in two weeks. And uh, well, he just, this week... No massages? He, he's not uh, healthy. He well, I don't know. Again. That shoulder might need some massages, Todd. <laughs> you want to help him love? out? No, I, hey, that's not my, not my forte. <laughs> uh, I think that's what most people are going to be saying, even the uh, masseuses up in Cleveland area. Um, then if... Because they're playing DTR in, yeah. in two weeks with the Browns. What is Josh Dobbs? Is he a backup? He's is he a third string? Also a third string. Yeah. yeah. I, third string I mean, he's too. a third string from another team. Yep. Is that even like worse? <clears throat> What's crazy is Josh Dobbs, if they were smart, probably should be starting this game for the Browns. <laughs> Isn't that why? They had him. They <laughs> sent him off to uh, Arizona. Arizona sends him off to Minnesota. And all he's done the whole time is kind of ball out. Yeah, it's true. Especially at the beginning of his stints. When he was with the Cardinals, uh, they balled out, beat the Cowboys in one of the biggest upsets, maybe the biggest upset of the NFL season so far. And then these first two games, he's the only quarterback to throw for 400 yards, 100 rushing yards, no interceptions, 
in his first two games with the team. Crazy, man. And he's like, I don't know. He, if you just took the name off, took the picture off, took the draft status off, and just like showed the highlights, yeah, people would be like, man, this guy's a star. Yeah, they'd be saying, is that Kyler out he's there? Balling, yeah. <laughs> and one of the things with uh, with him that I think Baldy did a good job highlighting. He really is a dual threat quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is, but when you think of him, you're like, yeah, he can he can move a little bit. But this year, he's been running like crazy. So that is something that the Broncos cannot sleep on. They've got to keep him in the pocket. And the Broncos ha- have done a good job against those quarterbacks this year. But backup quarterbacks in back-to-back weeks, after what the Broncos just did to Josh Allen mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes, they have... One combined passing touchdown in those past two games, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. What should the Broncos do to these backup third-string quarterbacks, Todd? They should have a field day. Um, they've been getting the ball in bunches with turnovers, and I think that should really continue. Um, and, you know, we talked about it. Sometimes to be a good team, uh, you just need a little bit of luck. And I feel like everything is working out for the Broncos, um, you know, to make – their run towards the playoffs. So if you haven't picked the Broncos to make the playoffs, if you hadn't made that bet yet, it's not too late. I think there's still time. Mm. Man, my worry is how do you get them to be as jazzed for these games? Now, Sunday Night Football at home, yeah. that shouldn't be a problem. Yep. But there's something to be said for, like, your back's up against the wall. The whole world thinks you have no shot. And you've been clowned on as a defense all season long. You finally have one good game against the Packers. I guess they were pretty good against the Chiefs the week before that, but they lost. And now you're saying, like, we have so much to prove. Well, now everyone's singing your praises, patting you on the back, posting the stats of how good you've been since week whatever. Um, And now I just – I hope they keep it cranked up. Like, Todd, from the player point of view, is there any challenge there or is it easy? No, I think it's easy, and I'll tell you why. I think it becomes a competition – after you guys start doing well, mm-hmm. because you're gonna look around the room and see, you know, Justin has a couple intercep- interceptions. So KJ's like, I need one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Alex Singleton almost got the interception. So Josie's like, okay, now I gotta get one next game. <laughs> it becomes a competition about who can have the better game now. Now that we're all finding ways to play well. And the Broncos, they should be, especially that secondary, that front should be licking their chops going up against Josh Dobbs. While he has been really good. The past five, six games, outside of this past one, so five of the past six games, Josh Dobbs has more turnovers than touchdowns. Two games okay. ago, he had two touchdown, two passing touchdowns, no interceptions, but three fumbles. Mm. Then he had, uh, let's see, two passing touchdowns, two interceptions, and a fumble. No touchdowns, no interceptions, and a fumble. No touchdowns, one interception, and a fumble. Two <laughs> touchdowns, two interceptions, and a fumble. Josh Dobbs is going to put the ball on the ground. He's going to throw it up for you. And uh, I don't have to say, like, the Broncos have to take advantage of those opportunities because what they've shown me the past two games is that they will take advantage of those opportunities against guys. Now, Josh Allen, to be fair, does throw the ball in the air, Mm -hmm. and the Broncos took advantage of that. Patrick Mahomes, he sometimes does that, but the Broncos really forced him to be a different type of dude that game. Josh Dobbs, if he's throwing it in the air... We might be talking about another five turnover game, four turnover game for the Broncos. It's very possible and it's necessary. And, and if the Broncos are going to go out and get the job done to me, that's probably going to be the number one key. Actually, the number one key for me is getting pressure on them. And then if you get pressure on them, the, 
the turnovers will probably come. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you watch what he did like these last two games, it's just the classic um, West Coast offense. Bring in a uh, you know a new quarterback and make it really simple for him. Half field reads. If it's not there, just take off. Uh, and we've seen it forever. You know, like the perfect example would be like uh, what Kyle Shanahan was doing. You know, as like Brian Hoyer comes in and he's able to have a decent game. Nick Mullins comes in and he's able to have a decent game. Right. So they've really simplified it for him. Um, even you remember Jimmy G gets there and he wasn't a known commodity yet. And then they went six and zero or whatever to finish the season because it was just plug and play into that offense. So to me, you just have to make it difficult for him. Uh, you said it. Don't let him scramble. Mm-hmm. And I think. Like everything should be telling us that the Broncos defense is going to go out there and just destroy them. Uh, and I hope that the players are as uh, as ready for that as everyone else is. You're a little ske- You seem a little skeptical <laughs> of, of just everything. I've been hurt too many times, Zach. <laughs> what about the past three games? That Those have been amazing. Yeah. Those have been amazing. But it's just it feels like this is an opportunity for the Broncos. And I think someone else said this last week. To me, this is an opportunity for the Broncos to show this is different. Uh, because they've had little streaks. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they haven't beat two Super Bowl, maybe top four Super Bowl favorites going into the season mm-hmm. in back-to-back weeks in during this stretch. But, you know, we all remember the one where they won three in a row uh, to get to 500, yep. right? Yep. Uh, and then they went, and that was the George Kittle game against the 49ers. And it's like, this one, you have a, a much better chance of winning these last two than you thought going into it. So just go out there and... And beat the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. That's what'll make me feel good. Go out there and beat the hell out of them, uh, and then all of a sudden, all of the playoff, this, that, this is different. Talk feels a lot more real. And uh, then you look at the Browns game going up against DTR. He was lighting up the preseason. Mm-hmm. Was so electric. People are talking about like, how did this guy fall to the fourth or the fifth round with how electric he is? Well, he's really played in one NFL game so far this season. Significant snaps. Get ready for this stat line. 19 of 36, 53% completion. Not great. No touchdowns, 121 passing yards, three interceptions, and a fumble. That's what what we need. are the Broncos going to do to him? I mean, you look at the opportunity. And then also, Nick Chubb's not playing in that game. Now, the Browns still do have the second best rushing attack uh-huh. in the NFL. That's probably still going to be very good with DTR in there. But, I mean, that is a game where it's like put 10 guys in the box and Pat Sertan can cover the three receivers that are out there or something because just don't let them beat you on the ground. But, I mean, come on, a three-game win streak, beating Mahomes, beating Josh Allen. Now you get two rookies? You mentioned it, Todd. The odds, if you haven't taken the Broncos to make the playoffs and you think it might happen, plus 525 right now. Yep. And two weeks from now, after the Broncos roll off these next two games, that's going to be, what, plus 200, plus 150 or something? They're going to be 6-4 and four in a five-game win streak? 6-5, and five, right? Yes, you're right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge opportunity. It is yep. a huge opportunity for them. When it comes to DTR, I'll be honest, I am more worried that he plays so bad this week that they flip back to P.J. Walker next mm. week than I am that he plays so well against the Broncos they beat him. P.J. Walker's just a turnover machine, too. Mm-hmm. I know, but what was their record in the games that he played? Uh, they did beat San Francisco yeah. when he played. So, I, I mean, I'm like, what does the guy have to do? <laughs> it's so Was he really bad, like, the following? He must have been, right? Yeah, I think he had, like, a three-interception game. Yeah, uh, P.J. Walker on the season, one touchdown, 
five interceptions. I nice. mean, holy cow. So, and Deshaun Watson not having a great year, seven touchdowns, four interceptions, but the other two guys combined one touchdown, eight interceptions, and like five fumbles. Yeah, I feel like the Broncos, they'll find a way to win the next two games. I just don't know if it's going to be as dominant as like we expect it to be. I think that mm. we're going to play great, but I don't think we're just going to go out there and like, you know, 40 to 40 to zip both of these teams. Well, I got to tell you, Todd, the odds back you up big time. And I need to be looking through your glasses or the odds glasses because <laughs> I am just not viewing these games the way the odds are because it's just what you're saying. And let's kind of dive into what the odds are saying for the Broncos. After I tell you about our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing, tell them that DNVR sent you because they know all about DNVR. They've been part of the DNVR family for a long time, and you know anyone that's part of our family, you can trust. So check them out, redhawkroofing.com, where they have quality materials, decades of experience, quick response time. They have free, no-obligation roof and property inspections and free in-depth photo reports for all the inspections. Winter is coming and you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait till that first snow or that second snow comes around and you have a leak. Check them out over at redhawkroofing.com. If you need a home, if you need a roof for your home or business, they're there for you. That's redhawkroofing.com. And speaking of winter's coming, you need to make sure that your hands are well protected. I don't know about you, but when it's cold outside, my hands are the first thing to go. And once my hands are done, I'm done. I'm going in the house. <laughs> That's it for me. So check out Hestra. Uh, they're a glove-making co company. They've been doing it for 85 years. And when you make one product for 85 years, you're doing something right. Uh, they have work work gloves for projects, gardening, construction, landscaping, and any other work where, you're, where you use your hands. You need to check out Hestra gloves. You can check them out at hestrajob.us. If you use the code DNVRJOB, you get 30% off your next purchase. What's the weather looking like for Sunday? <clears throat> All right, it's going to get chilly late in the game. Yep. I'm bringing my Hester job gloves. I brought them mm. to the Buffs game, whatever that was, last night game that they had, uh, and, oh, the Oregon State game. Super clutch. Those things are so warm, so comfy. I love them. Boom, love them. Uh, and like you said, you're going to need them for the Broncos game this week. The Broncos line, we're not going to give her picks right now, but I want to throw these two lines out your way. Broncos this week against the Vikings, who's the hottest team in the NFL right now, five-game win streak, but three of those wins were with Kirk Cousins. Broncos are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. So essentially, Vegas is saying this is a pick -em game. Because it's in mile high, we're going to give the slight edge to the Broncos here. And then in two weeks, with the Browns coming into town, they know DTR is playing in this game, or at least a backup quarterback. The Broncos are a one-point favorite. The game's in Denver. Mm. So they're saying, actually, if this was a neutral field game, we like the Browns in this one. Todd, what what are you seeing at this game that, that I'm not? You know, they have a dominant defense. Yep. That I think is going to give our offense a little bit of trouble. And then we talked about it a couple of times. Our rushing defense hasn't been very good. You talk about the number two offensive rushing team in the league. Yep. I think that's what they're seeing. I don't know if it's going to – they're going to – they're thinking about who's playing quarterback because he probably won't have a big role. I think that the, they think the Browns are going to come in here and run the ball, and then our offense has to be able to score. So – What's the I kind of get it. What's the age-old uh, football phrase? What travels, mm. defense, and running? Yeah, I've never heard that. You've never heard that? <laughs> no. Really? Where, wow. No, I've never heard that. Where does that come from? Age-old. <laughs> I don't know. It's like running, running the ball and defense goes anywhere. You know, like it doesn't rely on uh, being at home. I don't oh. know. I've, 
Yeah, I've, I've I mean, you learn something new every so day. <laughs> I feel like as a defensive guy, you would have been just like yeah. that. You would have been like preached that all your life. Well, defense win championships defense as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, to your point, Todd, about the Browns being a good defense, having a good ground game, the over under in that game is 36 and a half points. That is mm. ridiculous. That's like an Iowa football. Over under. Did you see yeah. the low Iowa's game this last week was the lowest total in history, <laughs> and it hit the under hit. The under hit, and it's like uh, twenty eight and a half. And only Iowa scored. Crazy. It was twenty two to zero. It is absolutely nuts. Their over under went up this week. I think it's at like thirty four or something for the Iowa game. Yeah, sadly their best player got hurt. Oh, defense. Mm-hmm. Oh dang. Yep. Oh, is it the cornerback? Cooper DeGene, Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Broke his foot or something. Dang. In practice. Wow. Brutal. But there's an even lower over-under this week in the NFL. Steelers and Browns. So the Browns are just in all these ugly, disgusting games. But, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be discounting either of these teams that much because Browns winning record um, and also the Vikings winning record coming up. So we're going to break down this game in some detail but first let's get to our afc west picks and before we do you hear do we have our afc west standings no we don't have our afc west standings um (laughs) all right four three oh five new york set isn't a new york minute supposed to be quick faster yeah yeah. yeah. okay so we got it up (laughs) 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 um it's okay i have uh I have them up as well. Um, Ryan? Yes. Just by the skin of your teeth, you maintain first place. By the skin of my teeth? Didn't I go 3-0? Um, did you? Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I'm right on your tail, though. Right on your tail. I don't trust anyone around here about keeping these records. <sighs> well, you can keep them yourself. <laughs> I, I, I'm not lying about Hey, I, I put you first. I know. I know. Well, I but I've had first, the big. I, I have had a big first. lead for a while. All of a sudden, it's close, and I'm creeping up. What's going on here? Well, I'm six and zero in the past two weeks. Okay, Dang. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty-two and ten is Ryan. I'm twenty-one and eleven. Todd, Alexis jumped you this past week. Nineteen yep. and thirteen. You are eighteen and fourteen. But don't worry, you still got a pretty good lead on Henry, who has become five hundred. Hey, He's sixteen good job, Hank. and sixteen. Good job, Hank. So we're all at least five hundred or above and we've got four afc west games to pick this week let's jump in to our picks and uh, let's start with the very first game raiders going into miami to play the dolphins raiders started as like an 11 point underdog Mm -hmm. it's all the way up to 13 and a half Mm. i wouldn't be surprised if that number by the time sunday comes jumps to 14 points is there any chance that the Raiders pull off this upset, which would be plus 500? Not a chance. Absolutely not. Not a chance. <laughs> Absolutely not. They should have lost to the Jets last week, but the Jets' own offensive incompetence, shout out Nathaniel Hackett, uh, stopped that from happening. Yeah, and that, that Raiders spent. defense, I don't think they're ready for all the tricks, the bag of tricks that come with playing the Miami Dolphins. So I don't know if it'll be 70 to 20, but I think it'll be a big win for the uh, Dolphins. I think the Raiders absolutely cover this spread. I I can't pick the Raiders to win this game. Come on, you're on on a six-game winning streak. No, 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 yeah, that's why I can't ruin it, Todd. I'm not going (laughs) to fall for your trap here. Um, I can't pick the Raiders to win this game, but I uh, unfortunately... 
that new head coach boost. Mm -hmm. It lasted a second game. And so I'm a little worried that maybe there is something there with Antonio Pierce. He seems like the ultimate guy to play for. Now, maybe he just ends up being the ultimate guy to play for for like the first month. And then uh, all of that kind of wears out the juice that he brings. Um, but I am a little worried that the Raiders might have found their guy for the future. No, they'll just do what they did with Rich Passaccia. <laughs> and just or, say, okay, you did a great job, bye. Yeah. Or they'll overcorrect, hire him, and then he's not the guy. Yeah? Whatever they know. do will be wrong. He's an ex-linebacker, man. Super <laughs> champion. <laughs> I got to give him a nod. I think he got it. <laughs> Would you ever want to be a head coach? Yeah, I would do it. I think that I think actually head coach is probably the easiest position. I think you got to manage people. You got to be able to manage your staff, mm. um, communicate with players. And if you hire a good offensive and defensive coordinator, then you're just a game manager. You got to know how to handle the two minute drill. You got to know when to call a timeout. But I think a lot of the hard work, you know, you put on the offensive defensive coordinator. As we've seen the past year and a half in uh, Denver, it's not as easy as some people think to manage the clock, Todd. <laughs> no, it's not. I trust, I trust you, though. But at the same time, like everybody but, I won't say anybody's name, everybody but the guy <laughs> on the sideline is screaming at the TV yep. at the right time to call a timeout or to, you know, change the play, whatever it may be. Like, it's like everybody at home yep. had a pretty good understanding of how to manage the game for the I'm most part. I'm telling you, these coaches need to be playing Madden. I'm so serious. <laughs> like, that you get put in every situation. You yeah. play long enough. You realize what the right situation, the wrong situation is. Yep. Um, you know, the Buffs had the situation last week where they should have let him score, and they didn't. And, like, if mm. you played Madden, you wouldn't mess this up. Yep. It's just like going in a simulator. Yeah, yep. exactly. Like Todd did uh, at the Air Force Academy last yep, week. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> or, or, at the, or at the stadium, we could just have those, like, live uh, boards where it's like you get A, B, C. And have the whole stadium like vote on <laughs> yeah. what we're supposed to do. Because I, mean, I feel like ninety five percent of the time, like it's like the cups under the ball under the yeah, cups. Yeah, ninety five percent yeah. of the time, the stadium gets it right. You should I mean, just get lifelines. You can ask the audience, <laughs> phone a friend. Exactly. <laughs> Who's Sean Phonin? Calling Bill Parcells. Hey, yeah, Bill. Uh, exactly, what am I supposed to do exactly right now? Who it is. He pops up on the jumbo screen. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Oh man, that would be great. Um, and I mean, did you guys hear Patrick Mahomes after the Broncos beat him? He said, "I love playing in Denver. The fans always bring in their." educated fans yeah. Patrick Mahomes giving Broncos fans credit if Russ did that to the Chiefs fans I would oh lose my, my mind uh, exactly but Chiefs fans are incredibly uneducated so <laughs> oh there we go I dude how it. did you know my family is dumb like, that's what I want to know. like how did you know <laughs> wow um okay so Henry is going with the Dolphins as well and Alexis is she trying to pick up a game no she is not she's going with the Dolphins as well okay smart Mike McDaniel don't disappoint us. Destroy them. Yep. And uh, this is a game that the Dolphins are set to destroy because when they play losing teams, they beat them. When they yeah. play winning teams, they lose. lose to them. Do you think that's going to continue? Like, are they doomed for the playoffs? It feels like there's always a team like this in sports that's, like, super exciting. They're super fun. Everyone loves them, and they're just not built for the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And the things that you normally say about that team, those teams, are, is true. It kind of reminds me of, like, Oregon back in the day, you know, like, they're flashy and fun and they have all these long touchdowns and so much speed and then they run into like the utah of the world and just yeah. get punched in the mouth and they don't have an answer for it is that oregon this year yes do you mm. hope it's oregon this it's year? oregon forever are you are you pulling for a pac-12 in the at the very end 
I gotta find out what this whole new Pack 2 thing means. <laughs> like, do they just get to hoard all the money? Because the only positive of a Pack 12 team making the college football playoff is that's money for the buffs normally. But now it's a two two team board. Wouldn't that be next year? Or is it kicking like I, now? I think it kicks in now because everyone else no left. Way. That's crazy. But I'm sure they don't want to get into some sort of lawsuit over doing the wrong thing. The Pack 2, baby. Crazy. This was the worst time. That this oh. could have happened for the conference. Oh my gosh. I know. Like every, most of the teams in the Pac-12 were ranked this year yep. at some point. Five out of the top ten in women's basketball are Pac-12 teams. Wow. Craziness. It's and everybody's leaving. Dang, that is wild. Todd, you gonna you guys gonna hop in the Pac-2, the Pac-2, make the Pac-4? They couldn't handle us. They don't have enough money for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stanford's no Stanford's one of them. No. Stan, it, no, it's Washington State and Oregon State. Where's Stanford going? Wow. To uh, the ACC. Oh my, this is just getting ridiculous. At this point, they what? literally play on the Pacific Coast and they're going to the Atlantic Coast <laughs> oh Conference. Oh my gosh, that is just hilarious. Um, but I guess, yeah, Stanford couldn't hang with uh, Sac State, so you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want them there. All right, let's get to this next game here. We've got the Chargers going into Green Bay to play the Packers. Packers are a three-point dog at home. Do they pull off the upset, Todd? No. I think the Chargers um, are a better team uh, than the Packers right now, so I think they'll get the win. Uh, I know they've been battling back and forth, trying to find who they are as a team, but they're good enough to beat the Packers for sure. That's unfortunately true. It is unfortunately oh, true. Oh, you're picking the Chargers? You can't yeah. pick the Chargers. You're not going to let me get a game up on <laughs> <you>? <laughs> Dang. I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could, but the Packers suck. I can't do it. I can't do it. The Packers are so bad. And I'm so happy that the Broncos then went out and beat the Chiefs and then went out and beat the Bills on top of it because when the Broncos had beat the Bears uh -huh. and the Packers, those were the most empty wins that you could possibly have. Now, those are just like, yeah, you, you beat bad teams like you should, um, and you beat good teams too, so you, you can hang with anyone in the NFL. But when the Broncos had just won those two games, I mean, we all said it on the post-game show. We all said, like, yep, this win really means nothing because Jordan Love is terrible. That uh, defense, when the Broncos played and didn't have Jair Alexander, everything was bad about it. How him. wrong we were, though. That win did mean something. They it had did? To, they had to learn how to win. Yep. And yep. they clearly have. They figured it out. Yep. It's, it's true. Now, do you want to see style points in these next two games from the Broncos? Like I said... If they get them, then I will feel like this is totally different. Like they've turned a corner, they've they're they're on their way back to being the Denver Broncos that we all know and love. Um, if they don't, then it's still kind of like a wait and see. Like you scrape out one, Josh Dobbs throws a late interception or something, then you you know, you win like 16-13 over the Browns in just like a, a dog fight. Then I'm just saying like, okay, all right, like I think they certainly have learned how to win, but are they good? Yeah. Um, if they go out there and win by, honestly, double digits mm -hmm. is enough style points for me. They win this game, and I, and I, well, we'll get to predictions in a second. They win this game by, like, 22 to 10, then I'll feel really good about it. Mm. Todd? I need to see what more points see? on the board, uh, personally. Um, doesn't have to be a blowout game, but I think they need to, finally have a dominating offense offensive performance um and i think russ needs to put up more yards we talked about him potentially being a pro bowler or mvp i think this is a great game for him to start putting that you know season together so 
if they can come out and win in a dominating fashion on offense, I think that'll be all I need to see. I think the defense has done enough the last couple of weeks to show that they can be dominant. I want to see the offense really like dominate and take over again. I like that. I like that. And if the Broncos offense dominates the the Vikings this week, their defense might want to call our friends over at Backus and Shanker at 222-2222 to set up a free consultation they're gonna work on your case for free you only pay them when they win money for you and they've won over a billion dollars for their clients so if you're in a car accident motorcycle accident ride share accident pedestrian truck they can even help you if you're injured at work and maybe if the broncos dominate the vikings the vikings could say ah this was a work injury yep. we need bacchus and chankers help so give them a call at 222-2222 or visit them at coloradolaw.net also shout out to our friends over at breckenridge distillery with the smooth spirits uh, to get you to a place like where I was on Monday night. Uh, enjoy some Breckenridge Distillery. Get out there. You can try their Battle of the Broncos blends, Ed McCaffrey blend, and the Alfred Williams blend. Then go online and vote for your favorite one. Uh, and if you don't win Todd's tickets, you could potentially win two tickets to the Breckenridge uh, Brewery or the Breckenridge Whiskey Suite for the Broncos Chargers game. So check them out. Breckenridge Bourbon, Breckenridge Distillery delicious stuff all across the board i mean speaking of giveaways todd you want to tell the people what you're doing again yep i'm giving away two tickets to the sunday night game this sunday night yep. <laughs> it's the vikings versus the broncos uh they're 110 so i think that's right on the field you might be able to touch a player or two Oof. uh don't touch them too long i don't know what security <laughs> what security is going to do to you um, but it'll be Deshaun two Watson. tickets to the game two tickets to the dmvr tailgate and two pastor tan t-shirts you don't want to miss it um, link is in the bio on Instagram and Twitter. So go log in, sign up, and win you some free tickets, man. Man. Last day to sign up is Friday at midnight, by the way. Friday at midnight Friday is the last midnight. day to sign up. Link. Yeah, I hear picking the winner, so uh, oh. I don't know what to tell you. But. <laughs> yeah, here, just look for Zach Stevens in there, okay? <laughs> I actually uh, put a little thing in there where it said Zach Stevens, just eliminated him immediately. Oh, first dang. dang. I mean, this is like a professional giveaway. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but like, I went and looked at the form. And, I mean, we have all, like, the if you're a family member, if you're involved yeah. in the company, you must be 16. I'm like, damn, this yeah. is legit. Now that uh, we're, like, a real company, we have to do <laughs> like that. <laughs> and speaking of giveaways, Circa is giving away two tickets, or actually many tickets uh, and prize packages to the Broncos Raiders weekend that we're going out for. Circa is given a two-room stay and so much more every hour this Sunday night at the DNVR bar. So make sure to come here and watch night the game. at the DNVR bar. Sunday they're doing it at the Broncos tailgate. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. Yep. So come watch the Rams, Avs, Buffs. Well, Buffs play Buffs tomorrow play night. Tomorrow, yep. um, but come to the bar. Yes, you're right. Saturday night they're giving away this and then Sunday at the tailgate. So make sure to be there. And Honestly, if you come to the DNVR bar on Saturday, you have like the best chance you've ever had of winning something this cool. Yeah, I'm convinced because I believe they're giving away five free trips to Vegas. It's crazy on Saturday. This bar essentially at its fullest holds yep. about 150 people. Yeah, you've never had a five, five. out of 150 chance. Yeah, no to uh, to go to Vegas for free. Twin something so cool. Yeah, man, it's going to be awesome. And uh, same goes for the tailgate. But, you know, we usually yep. get somewhere between a 100 and 200 people there. Yep. And the closer we get just the more it seems like this Broncos Raiders game week 18 is going to mean a whole lot. Yep. It's going to be awesome. OK, let's get back into our picks here. Uh, the next game we've got is uh, the Chiefs 
taking on the Eagles Super Bowl rematch in Kansas City. The Chiefs, home team, so they're getting two and a half points right now. Eagles, who are the only one-loss team in the NFL, the Dogs. Um, every, so far, we all have the same picks. Everyone's going Chargers. So is this where we start to see some separation between each other? Maybe. Let's go Birds. Uh, Eagles are taking this one. And uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I love it, Todd. I'm going Eagle, Eagles too, <laughs> man. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. Um, I want to see them win. I want to see them do good. Anytime the Chiefs can take an L, I'm up for it. So let's go Birds. I can't Ken. get a game with you, man. I'm you gotta... sorry. This is why Yaya said, can you send me my your picks last night? Yeah. I sent them to him directly. I don't want anyone poaching <laughs> off my picks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fair. Um, Todd, you can poach off it. You can go Chiefs if you want. No, I don't want to. I don't want to root for the Chiefs. <laughs> Henry and Alexis both going Eagles. Smart. In my notes, I have it written down that I'm taking the Eagles as well. But Dang. I have an opportunity. Here. Don't hedge. I have an opportunity. I have to. And I'll back I it up with it. one stupid, stupid, stupid stat. Taylor Swift is going to be at the game. Oh, my God. She uh, and, and the parents. You see the parents are meeting yep. at the game. Uh, Travis does not disappoint her when she's at the game. So He's been in Argentina. He's not focused. <laughs> no. He didn't do any rehab over there. It was a bye week, but he is not taking this, the, you know, the season serious. Is He's gallivanting on the beach in Argentina. It is. This is their first game. So they did the exact Great same work. thing as the Broncos. Yeah. They, gallivanting. Yeah. <laughs> they had a bye week, then play Monday night, their first game back, just like the Broncos. Yep. Yep. Wow. And they go Chiefs-Bills, just like the Broncos. Pretty That's, weird. Wait. Eagles, oh, the Eagles do. Eagles do. Oh. Wow. Do you think they'll have a better record than the Broncos in those games? Or, it's I mean, the same record? <laughs> yeah, that would be I impossible. think they will have the same record. The same record. By the way, huge missed opportunity for me here. Um, Allie and I have our anniversary on oh. Saturday, and I just didn't think of the fact that the Buffs didn't play on Saturday, so it easily could have just taken a quick flight to uh, Kansas City, oh, gone man. to this game Sunday night football. Dang. Or wait, Monday night football. Monday night. Oh, then I would have missed Broncos. You've yeah. had extra reason to cheer because you've been cheering for the Birds and against the Chiefs, like yep. super easy. Yeah, so we actually could have gone Monday morning. Yeah. It's not too late, Yeah, you man. still could. Game time. I already, DNVR. I already uh, got something cool. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you've had quite a year. Yeah, it has been quite a year. <laughs> um, so I do like the Eagles in this game, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chase here. Um, Broncos Brazil saying that can't be right. Taylor's in Brazil right now. I guess I haven't heard that she's going to be there. The families, the families are meeting. Are be there. Uh -huh. Well, so she would go. The families are meeting. She would go Friday night, Saturday there? night, Sunday night. So she technically could go from Brazil to Kansas City on Monday. That's true. I don't know how long that flight is. She can be jet lagged. Sure. Yeah, that doesn't matter. I mean, she does have to be on TV more than anyone. Uh huh. That's very true. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. Um. So, uh, yeah. Again, I think the. I think it's. I'm gonna be betting on the Eagles money line with this one. You don't get to do this. Yes, I You're do. You're taking both sides. <laughs> no, I think the Eagles are gonna win, but I'm picking the Chiefs to get a game on you. Doesn't count. <laughs> Put him down for the for what he actually believes, uh -uh. not what he's just playing uh -uh. the game. Give me give me the Chiefs here. Um, unfortunately, um, and then we've got the Broncos game. And Ryan, we haven't really heard the keys for this game from you. So before we give our picks. 
What do you need to not not need to see? What do you think you're going to see in this game? And Justin Jefferson, before we get into that, Justin Jefferson just talked, and it looks like he is going to play. Mm, cool, three catches, thirty-four yards. Mm. <laughs> um, to me, I honestly think this is going to be a low-scoring, grinded out. I think it's going to look similar to the Broncos 49ers Sunday night game last year, um, which was just an ugly, ugly, just slop fest. Um, but I think that's what you're going to get here. And I think late in the game, Russell Wilson's going to have a clutch drive and go down there and lead the Broncos to a win. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I like it too. Let's. Uh, By the way, can I just say a point that I've been uh, stewing on all week about Russell Wilson? Yep. I don't understand anyone who is saying Russell Wilson is not back um, because if you watched Russell Wilson in Seattle, this is exactly what he was. I mean, mm. like play for play, snap for snap. Now, he did a little more of the scrambling stuff while he was in Seattle, but look at the stats, man. This was almost exactly what he did in his good seasons. He put about 200-ish yards up a game. He threw a lot more touchdowns than he threw interceptions, and he made clutch plays and clutch moments. The Monday night performance from Russell Wilson is, as someone who used to bet on Russell Wilson every single time he was an underdog in prime time, <laughs> I have seen that game play out a thousand times. The little pitches to the, you know, while under pressure, like that's what he did. So if you're saying he's not back, it's to me, it means that you just didn't see what he was like in Seattle because he was never your on schedule, pick you apart type of quarterback. It's just not who he was. He's a kind of a, a you know, a guy who, rode off of the clutch factor now that was like completely gone for a while but the clutch factor for russ is back uh and i i'm seeing the same guy with a little bit less scrambling well and let's go let's go through those stats really quick so russ has played into this is his 12th season in the nfl his 67.9 percent completion this year is his third best in in his career um his uh let's see touchdowns he's on pace for 36 touchdowns I believe no 34 touchdowns that would be the third most in his career only one off the second most as most he's ever had is 40 so that's right up there he's on pace for eight interceptions that would be right about middle of the pack for mm -hmm. him and his career um and then you look at yards per game that is the only thing that's really not where that that would be the second fewest that he's had only to his rookie year, but he only averaged 234 passing yards per year in Seattle. He wasn't yeah, averaging game, yeah. 285 uh, or something like that. His passer rating right now would be the fifth best in his career and QBR second worst in his career. But you average all those out, this is Russell Wilson of Seattle. Well, and a lot of people saying the deep balls are missing. The deep balls were there earlier in the season. Teams don't want to let the Broncos get the deep ball off because, you know, they know that's the their fast way to get offense. Um, they've tried to take away Marvin Mims. There's a couple times there where he could have gotten to Marvin Mims um, and hasn't gotten the ball off. But you can see the Broncos are trying to set that up. It's not that Russ can't throw it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen him make yeah. that throw this season. It's that teams are trying to take it away so it's not there as much, and you obviously can't throw it when you're under pressure. Yeah, exactly. Now, he's running the ball about four and a half times per game. That would be the fourth fewest, but his yards per rush, fourth best, 5.8 yards per carry. He's on pace for about 450 rushing yards, and uh, that would be right in the middle uh, of, of where he's been. So, I mean, uh, 
yes, he's not as fast, but he is running at the right times. Mm -hmm. And Todd, you broke it down. One of those plays where the middle of the field just opened up against the Bills. He took off for like 15 yards, and you said he probably could have picked up a few more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were yelling down nervous. at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's playing really well, and I like that he's taking everything really the defense is going to give to him. Um, and I think this team is shaping up to be similar to those dominant teams in Seattle. Um, we're the Broncos, so we're, we're always going to be better. But um, dominant defense, being able to get our hands on the ball, good running game, and Russell Wilson is able to do what he does best. So I think that's his formula to being successful, and we've kind of adopted it. There was, a, I think it was NFL Network, maybe not. Don't want to throw those guys on the bus since we, uh, <laughs> since they're part of our family. Um, but an NFL Network panel picked the Broncos-Vikings game yesterday. Seven of them picked the Vikings to win this game. And it just, I just can't wrap my mind around how that happens. Do you guys think the Broncos are going to win? Let's give out our final picks after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to bet on the Broncos, you feel this strongly about the Broncos as I do, place a $5 bet on anything. It can be on tonight's Thursday night game. It can be on basketball. It can be on hockey, whatever it is. And you're going to get, for new users, $200 in bonus bucks instantly in your account but then you can use those bonus butts bucks to bet on the broncos plus 550 over at DraftKings to make the playoffs for the broncos to win this game minus 125 for the broncos to cover two and a half points you can do that at DraftKings sportsbook it's all there before we get our broncos picks over at DraftKings, they have the game tonight Bengals, ravens Bengals are a three and a half point dog going into baltimore who do you guys like Give me Bengals money line. It's about plus one fifty. Yep, plus one fifty four. DraftKings. I love, love that. I mean, give me give me the Ravens and Lamar. I think he has mm. a bounce back game and he plays his butt off. Yep, and I think this is gonna be such a good game. Um, this me, is where I can get a gaming point. You can we add that to the? <laughs> we gotta add that to the stats. Give me the Bengals plus three and a half here. I think that uh, this is gonna be a, a heck of a game. Both teams coming off really em embarrassing losses in the fashion mm -hmm. that they lost um i think joe burrow is going to be fired up for this one so i uh, joe burrow is might be my new russell wilson like i just love mm. betting on him as an underdog mm. i wonder what he's like in primetime games because he is a dude that just shows up he's definitely good in primetime yeah i think so <laughs> exactly so check out DraftKings sportsbook use the code dnvr when you sign up if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER if it's a www uh, gambler.net new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino resort in kansas licensee partner golden lake charles louisiana 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus specs expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com terms football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources and check out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer brewery of the DMVR. Um, you know, the Broncos Country Pale Ale is the beer of the month. So come down, check us out on Friday and Saturday night, especially Saturday night, of course, because we're doing the, the giveaway. You can come, have some great beer, and also win a chance to go to Circa in Vegas and uh, check out the Broncos beating the Raiders. Always good to see. They have tons of great beer. Um, they have the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City Ale, uh, the Fun Slinger, the Good Company Hard Seltzer, which is delicious. Check out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery using breckbrew.com for their beer locator. All right, let's get into our Broncos picks. And this is our Parting Shots presented by Breckenridge Distillery. We've got Breckenridge Distillery on our set. 
as always. And if you want something to drink this weekend while watching Sunday Night Football for tonight, for Monday Night Football, go to your local liquor store, pick up some Breckenridge Distillery. You can find it over at BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Let's get into our parting shots. And if you want to get in on the action with us, Join Splash Sports there, pick them, where we're doing our picks, and you can find that link in our description. Splashsports.com slash DNVR, yep. where you can play. The winner can get up to $5,000. Second place, $1,500. Third place, $750. We're giving out some uh, merch to fifth, fourth and fifth place as well. I mean, we've got it all How over many people at Splashsports.com slash DNVR. It's filling up right now. Up to 400 Sheesh. people can join. The more people that join, the bigger the pot gets. Are you yeah. guys eligible to win? Um, We're in there. Exactly. We're putting Damn. money in. So I better win. I, better put my, be I put my picks in today. I better win. <laughs> so put your picks in. It's Broncos picks. It's AFC West picks. It's all the picks in the NFL to get in over there. Okay. Todd, fire us up. Oh baby, this hits even more for a prime time game. I cannot wait for this. And just think about it. A couple of weeks ago, it was seemed so obvious. Like, oh, this is going to be flexed. This is now like a 205 game because you have the Kirk Cousins list Vikings uh -huh. and the 1-5 Broncos. Oh, have the tides have changed. The mm -hmm. two hottest teams in the NFL. Now, obviously, the NFL probably wishes that Kirk Cousins was in this game because it's just a little more juice. But outside of that, I mean... The NFL got the exact game they wanted when they signed up for this as a primetime game earlier in the season. It's wild how this game sets up. Todd, will you fire me up like that at the tailgate on Sunday before we <laughs> go? Got you. Let's go. That, that gets me every time. Yeah, man, this is this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun one. I just, like Broncos country has been down, but Broncos country bounces back so quick. If you go and just look at game time right now for the prices to go to the game. You can tell that Broncos fans are buying up tickets. Yep. Um, it's going to be packed house as always. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a raucous environment. And uh, I'm, I'm honestly just most excited about that. It's why I want to go to the game so badly because it's like mile high is going to be back on Sunday night. I love it. I love it. Remember the last time the Vikings played in Denver? Todd, you were on the field. Mm. We played in. They played here. They played here. I don't remember. 2015. Oh, Teddy yeah. Bridgewater with yeah. the fumble Teddy at the end. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh. How much has changed since that game? Teddy Bridgewater was a Vikings quarterback. He's already been the Broncos quarterback mm -hmm. since then. Now he's no longer the Broncos quarterback. Broncos haven't made the playoffs, and both teams are looking that, to make the playoffs this year. Is that TJ Ward? Strip the ball at the end of the game? I think it was Vaughn. Okay. I okay. thought it was a Vaughn Miller strip sack. Maybe TJ recovered in that game. Yeah, probably. I can absolutely see that. Broncos won the game. That was an afternoon game. Um, is that how this game's going to end? Is it going to be a close game? Oh, man, I've been back and forth. I just got done saying that I think it's going to come down to a Russell Wilson clutch drive at the end, but maybe it still will. But I just have this score in my head, so I just have to roll with it. Okay. 22 to 10. 22 to 10 Broncos. So maybe there's, I don't know, something that happens late 
uh, where they need maybe it's 10 10 and then they you know they go down and I don't know uh, it's gonna be a clutch drive it's gonna be 22 to 10 that's just I gotta go with my gut I love it I love it Todd what's your gut telling you Oh, this is tough because, you know, I used to be a former Viking. Yeah, uh, this is the Todd Davis Bowl, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, just being able to see them uh, come out. And Justin Jefferson, man, like being there his rookie year, that was like some of the best. That was the mm. best year I had seen from a wide receiver, and he was a rookie at the time. So Crazy. just out there balling. Um, but I think him coming back is actually going to hurt the team. It's oh. always tough to work your star player back into the lineup. It always changes the dynamic of – you know, the overall overall team. And, you know, Josh Jacobs has been playing good. I mean, um, Josh Doss has been playing good, but he hasn't had to find Justin Jefferson on every play and making sure he's getting him the ball and finding him. He's just been playing football. So I yeah. think it's always tough to bring the quote-unquote super, superstar back into the mix. So for that, uh, I think the Broncos are going to have a good outing. I'm actually thinking that they're going to put up a lot more points um, than people think. So I'm going to say Broncos 31, Vikings 22. I love it. Awesome. Almost a double-digit point spread uh, for both of you guys. Alexis, do we want to end on a high note or no? I don't care. High note or a low note? Let's end <laughs> on a high note. Henry has the Vikings winning. Wow. 20-17. to 17. He believes well, he in the Josh that? Dobbs magic. Um, he is not going to be picking up a game. He's going to drop below 500 on his picks with this one. Um, Alexis has the Broncos winning 24 to 17. And uh, I think everyone but Ryan is making a mistake with these picks. Too high scoring. Too high scoring for the Vikings. Mm. This Vikings, they're going to lose their, their mojo. They're going to lose. Josh Dobbs is going to come back to earth in a big way because I think his play is just going to come back to earth like we saw it come back to earth when he was with the Cardinals. But then he's going to meet this Broncos defense, and mm. then it's going to drop even more. I think the Vikings are going to score 13 points. Now, the tough part is their weapons are insane. TJ Hawkinson has the third most catches in the NFL of anyone, not just of tight ends. Wow. 71 catches. He's the leading tight end receiver in terms of yards. Justin Jefferson's played in five games. He has three 100-yard receiving games. Addison's great. Uh, their weapons are so good, but you got to have the quarterback mm -hmm. that's not turning the ball over to do that. So I think the key is keeping Josh Dobbs in the pocket, not letting the Bills be a, or not letting the Vikings be a two-dimensional team where they can run the ball. And uh, with what we saw with the Bills last week, that scares me a little bit. But their success is through the air, and and I just do not think that they are going to find that success here. And I think the Broncos are just going to pound the ball. I mean, we're just the, we know the formula now. Yep. Run the ball 40 times, pass it as many times as you need to after that, between 20 and 30. Yeah, here you got something for us? What's your score? Um, oh, I'm going, uh, let's see, 24-13. Broncos, um, the over-under is 46 and a half right now. That's high. It is high. Now, the past two games for the Vikings, 31-28 against the Falcons, so easily would have covered that. And then the Saints, 27-19, to 19, which is spot on on that 46-and-a-half. Yep. Um, Shout-out to all the uh, Vikings fans who are in the comments today driving up the views. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I, actually, this entire week, there's been so many Vikings fans. I'm like, damn, thanks they, for tuning in. They must in. just be very online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of being online, hit us with a thumbs up. 
Yeah, wow. Damn. You're here taking shots. shots. Hit us with a thumbs up. We really appreciate everyone rocking and rolling with us. And did I give a, yeah, I gave Alexis his pick as well. If the Broncos win this game, what's the talk going to be after? It, this one's actually going to be about the Broncos because last time it was about the Bills. Yeah. Uh, and the time before that, it was about the Chiefs. And uh, I was surprised that people were surprised by that. I knew before the game, the Broncos win, it's all going to be about the Bills. Yep. You win this one, it's going to be about the Broncos. Four-game winning streak, back to 500, uh, right there in the playoff mix. This is going to be about how the Broncos have turned it around. Every national person is going to be you know, bowing down to Sean Payton. They all love him. Um, and they'll have a chance to praise him. No one will say anything about Russell Wilson because <laughs> they're too afraid to take back all the bad things that they said. <laughs> um, and because he's probably going to throw for 195 yards and two touchdowns, no picks. It's not going to be yep. sexy. Mm -hmm. And so they're not going to be forced yep. to give him the praise. Yep. Vance Joseph, too, will get some credit. Yep. Um, Pat Sertan will get some love as he holds Justin Jefferson to nothing. Maybe a pick six in there. <laughs> it's Yeah, it'll be about the Broncos, which will be nice. Man. So you're saying no Russell Wilson apology forms being filled out. <laughs> no, no. Did you notice that, that that had a nice shot at Nathaniel Hackett? It did. <laughs> it did. That current Broncos were posting. Crazy. <laughs> um, is this, I, I think the conversation is going to be twofold. It's going to be national people actually talking about the Broncos being in the playoff picture yeah. now. Kay um, Adams was first. Yep, exactly. Last <laughs> week before they even beat the Bills. Yep. Um, uh, our girl, Kay Adams. And then also on top of that, um, you know, when they do the in the hunt graphic and they yep. show Broncos are finally going to be in that oh, yeah. uh, for the first time this year. And then the other thing, Sean Payton's going to be talked about as coach of the year. Oh, yeah. Because he's going to have more wins or tied for the same amount of wins midway through the season right now that the Broncos had last year, and they're only trending in the right direction. If only he could be like Coach Prime and 4X the amount of wins they had last <laughs> year. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be um, one of the best weeks for Broncos country since mm. uh, beating the Chiefs. Mm. I think it's gonna we're going to have a lot of news coverage. I think it's going to feel really good, and I think that – I'm not saying they're the last – one of the last hard games that we have, but it should be a downhill, you know, downhill slope to the to the playoffs after this. How disappointing would it be if Henry's right and the Broncos lose? It's, it's, always, it's disappointing whenever Henry's right. <laughs> 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 Without a doubt. It'll be disappointing, man. Uh, it, it'll just, the, the conversation will be same old Broncos. Right, right. And that'll be really disappointing. Yep. That do something good and then just kind of spoil it yourself. And then... Uh, One if, step forward, two steps back. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If you couldn't beat this team, then I really will question uh, if Vegas... Or I will think that Vegas might be right on the Browns being just a one-point underdog the following week because the Browns have a much better team overall. Now, the Vikings have better receivers, but that's about it. Uh, the Browns have a better running game, offensive line, way better defense as well. So I'll be very scared going into that game. But I believe in this Broncos team. Uh, they believe in themselves, which is just huge. Everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think Broncos country finally believes in this team, which means this stadium is going to be crazy, I think, to yeah. th this coming weekend. Like, it was, it was a fun place to be for the Chiefs game, but it didn't feel like the old mile high. It didn't feel like when the Broncos were making their 2015 playoff run. It didn't feel like that because 
people still hadn't seen the Broncos mm -hmm. actually beat the Chiefs, so it was a fun place it was to nervous beat. energy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then they were on the road last week, so this is the first time where it's like, holy shit, we beat the Chiefs. Now, primetime game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Walton Penner group breaks out some orange shirts, some pom-poms, something entering the game because they've been doing that a lot for, for these games so far this year. I think it's going to be electric. So the Broncos are wearing the blues, the mm -hmm. all blues. Yep. I think they should announce a blue out. I know everyone loves the orange, but a blacked out stadium, you know, yeah. for a team that has black jerseys is sick. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do the Do a navy out. I think it would be sick. I like that. And something that goes along Dark with that. Dark game, you know. The seats are also blue, so yep. it, like, would feed into it even more. Yep. Someone's got to be thinking about this stuff. Well, instead, they're thinking about uh, the two puppies that they are <laughs> training right now. Yeah. Oh, man. We should Henry. have them on. We call it the podcast. Oh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Man, and this, this is another huge game for the Broncos. See if they can take care of business against a team that they should take care of business from. And Todd, when you're in a locker room and you're an underdog playing the Chiefs, it's probably pretty easy to get up for that game. When you're an underdog playing the Bills on Monday Night Football, pretty easy to get up for that game. Um, I know Ryan already asked you this, but but in a, in a kind of a different light, when you are the favorite now, mm -hmm. is it the prime time that makes it easy or, or what allows you to get up for that? I think it's the prime time and also the ability to impose your dominance against another team. Like when you're supposed to win, you feel like you have an opportunity to go out there and like make them look bad or really, you know, show the world like we're not just going to win. We could be dominant. And I think the offense really feels like that. I'm um, talking to some of the guys on the team, like mm. they still don't feel like they've hit their peak. So I think with every game, they feel excited to go out there and like reach new levels um, and hit new peaks because they definitely haven't. Um, done all they can do and been all they been all they could be. So I think that's what excites them. I think the crowd will play a role too. Yeah. When they run out of that tunnel and that you know seventy five thousand strong is going nuts. I think that'll help them get up for this and bring the energy from the start of the game. Yeah, we're talking about one or two thousand no shows at this game, which is going to be cut in half, like fivefold, as to what it's been in these past few games. My final question for you guys: Is this the week we finally see the Broncos? either have a 100-yard rusher or a 100-yard receiver, or does that stay on the back burner? They have had zero of those combined this year. I think this is the 200-yard game, uh, meaning that we're either going to have more than 200 yards passing, finally, <laughs> or we're going to have more than 200 yards rushing. So I think within there, somebody has 100 yards receiving or 100 yards okay. rushing. I like it. I like it. I'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it happen first? Is it a receiver or is it a running back? A running back. Mm -hmm. Running back. Yeah, I think it's a running back. I mean, at some point. Someone's just got to break one. Well, and Javante, yeah. I mean, they gave him the ball 27 carries two games ago. This past week, what was it, 23 or something mm -hmm. like that? All he needs to do is have a 20-yard run in there, yeah. and he is eclipsing yeah. that. And Javante will do that soon. And I just got to say, I love the way they're using Javante Williams. It is old school, yep. and it is just wearing defenses down. Good defenses, too. Defenses that can handle the run. This Vikings team, I think the Broncos are going to be able to abuse them in the run game. Someone earlier said, how are teams taking away the deep ball and holding us under four yards per carrier? Is it, yeah, four? Yep. And it's mostly because the Broncos can't break a big run. Yep. Um, and it's fine because, you know, the the word they, uh, the stat that people look to is like um, rush efficiency or something along those lines. 
Because if you have yeah. like a 20-yard run and then five straight one-yard runs, well, it looks like you had six carries for 25 yards. Mm -hmm. But what they're actually doing right now is running the ball for like three to four yards every time they run it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that can work. It just you, You'd like to pop a big one on top of it. But if you can run the ball at, you know, 3.4 yards per carry three times in a row, that's a first down. And it's, uh, you know, on third and one, they're picking up two. So that yeah. hurts their average, yeah. but it's actually it's a good change. run. On yeah. first and 10, they're picking up four. And then when you balance out the four and the two-yard run, it's a three-yard run. But I think a coach is going to take both of those runs every time. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly what's happening. So good, good math. The math is math. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> the math is mathing. And let's hope our picks are picking, picking right in this game. Check out the Buffs. Ride with Ryan tomorrow night. We've got a full day Saturday. Come down to the bar to win a free trip to Vegas to see Broncos Raiders with Circa Casino and Resort. And then come by to the DNVR bar or the tailgate if you're going to the game. We want the bar to be popping on Sunday night when the Broncos take on the Vikings and beat them and get their fourth straight win, get back to 500 going to be a hell of a weekend before we get out of here we got some super chats to hit first one coming in from exotic gaming says dalton reisner made his first start last week i ain't gonna hold you i need that defensive line to make his life a living hell if he starts on sunday night well we got the reverse of that last week which was the offensive line making vaughn's life a living hell yeah uh so maybe they can make that happen Man, it would be awesome. It would be awesome. And what a cool game for Dalton. Not only playing his former team, but coming back home. Mm -hmm. And probably playing, in, I'd imagine, like 100 people. The whole town of Wiggins is going to be here. It's maybe <laughs> 200 people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are going to be here. Um, and everyone loves Dalton, just like everyone loves Vaughn. Uh, I should say most people love Dalton. I think a lot of people yeah. were actually thrown off by the uh, whole Brett, Brett Rippin thing <laughs> last year. Um, that but, was one uh, of the most overblown things of all time. Oh, it yeah, really yeah. was. Yeah, it yeah. really was. As a teammate, Todd, would that have turned you off on Dalton in any way, the shoving on the sideline? Um, no, I've seen teammates get go yeah. at it. Like A lot worse stuff happens in the locker room. Like, <laughs> that really wasn't much. We're going to have to dive into those stories in the offseason. <laughs> yeah. Next one coming in from Josh Johnson, our guy. He says, one time in my life, let me win a giveaway. It would be absolutely legendary. This is the game I've wanted to go to all year. Good looking out, Todd. Well, you're you're in on that giveaway. You yep. should come to the bar on Saturday. You'll be in on that giveaway. You might as well just go to the tailgate on Sunday. Get in on that one. Get in on that one. You're going to win something. Yeah, it's Got so to. true. <laughs> Next one coming in from Romel says, love the Broncos country energy. Still need to temper expectations. They may lose another game, but they need to keep this foundation. Would like to see the offense explode on Sunday night. Just need a couple big plays. I feel like that's the thing that's separating this offense from looking really good. Yep. Even last week, how many explosive plays did the Broncos offense have? One to Cortland. One or, yeah, I was going to say one or two. Which one was the one to Cortland? The third. The deep ball. Yeah. It was like a 30-yard pass. They run the, they ran the crossers, yep, the double yep, overs. Yep. Okay, so one. That's all I can remember. I mean... You get the pass interference on Jerry. That yep. kind of counts. Yeah, <laughs> not really, though. <laughs> and, I mean, it's crazy to say if they have two or three, then they can score 30 points because yeah. they scored 24 last week. Not to open up a can of worms, but have you seen all the people, like, freaking out about that P.I. and, like, saying they, like essentially saying they need to, like, change the rule and stop rewarding quarterbacks for throwing it short? I don't like that. You don't like the call or you don't? I don't like the rule. 
That okay. call is fine, you know. You don't like game. changing the rule? I like changing the rule. Oh. But what? I just but don't. Why? Because your quarterback throw a bad ball. Do I have to now stop my momentum, turn around, and now I got to find the ball? You already want me, like, in coverage to be running with you. Now I have to turn and locate the ball. Then I got to put my hands between his hands and break up the ball. I'm having a tough down as it is. <laughs> so now your quarterback makes a mistake, and your guy can just, like, dive through me, and now it's my fault? That doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't know how you could change the rule. The rule is you can't hit the guy before he catches the ball, and that's what's happening is they're hitting the guy before he catches the ball. Um, but I think it's just like so like if the ball is overthrown and there's and I push you that's not a flag so if the ball is underthrown and I push you it shouldn't be a flag either <laughs> you know what I'm saying like an uncatchable so like ball uncatchable. uncatchable yeah. ball that's that's uncatchable you can't run just I think just like um, the rule is like the person is required to have like his own space. You know, so if I'm there first, you're technically coming and in, running into me. Mm -hmm. I'm here first and you're right. running into me. Right. That's I feel like that's not a flag. That's just I, from I a like defender. Your defense that's just from a defender, man. Like that's just how I feel. I'll say I'll this. If the ball's underthrown, that should be a pick. Get your head around, that's an easy pick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean, I guess I could be part of it, but no, man. They gotta change that. Uh, they gotta give the defense at least one, throw them one bone. You think it was an Sorry, Todd. Do you think it was an intentional underthrow? No. <laughs> he was just trying to get rid of it. I think it was like an eight-man pressure. He's just trying to throw the ball. This is a nice um, compromise from Jose. Instead of a true pass interference spot of the foul penalty, you could just make it like a 10-yard penalty. I think no matter what, that's still a first down. It is, yeah. but it, it's a big difference, you know, especially on the long throws down the field. All of a sudden, you've got a 40-yard penalty because the quarterback underthrew it. I would be willing to say there's like a there's like a new terminology for, you know, running into the receiver, uh, ten yard penalty. <laughs> They're just trying to get this uh, this scoring up. I know the NFL has had like a record low yep. season of scoring. Yep. They're trying to do anything they can <laughs> to keep, keep the offense on the field, man. Um, one thing before I forget, did you guys um, see the Manning cast at the end of the game? Did you watch the final the field goal at the Manning cast at the end of the yeah. game? Yeah. Did you, Todd? Mm -mm. It was incredible. I sent it to you here, but because of the NFL being the no fun league, we can't play it on here because of the, the game's in the background. But if you can, go and find it. I think Omaha Productions on Twitter has, has tweeted it out. And uh, watch it three times. The first time, watch Kyle Brandt, who is a Bills fan. Oh, okay. He's a Bills fan. He's a Bills fan. See, I feel like he's getting just destroyed because everyone just thinks he's a, a Broncos hater. Well, so there's mm. that, too. He's, he's a Russell Wilson hater, yep. Broncos hater and a Bills fan, Kay. so watch him first. It is incredible. Yep. He's doing exactly what you would think when the Bills win the game, when the kick goes up and it misses. He's, uh, you know, can't believe it for a second. Then he jumps out of his chair. He's, he's pumping his fist, and then you hear Eli say, there's a flag, there's a flag, and you see him just, like, Freeze. the blood Soul. runs out his of his face. <laughs> yeah, and he just can't believe it and is just quiet the rest of the time. Peyton. Easily the best one is Peyton. Yes, Peyton. They send out the team, the, the kick team, and you know it's the hurry-up one, so Peyton's coaching them through what to do. Here's what they're doing. Here's how it's going. The kick goes up. Peyton's got his hand in the air to celebrate. It misses. He doesn't say a word the rest of the time. <laughs> Not even after the Broncos make it, because he kind of knows, like, He's just disappointed that they messed shit, it up. We yeah. got so well, lucky The on best this. part is they miss. He puts his head in his hands, <laughs> and then Eli goes, flag, and he just goes, <laughs> like so much hope just pops up and that was almost the whole bar yeah. i was eli 
uh, because just talking I was the one the who time. I was the one who saw the flash. Like everyone's yeah. head is in their hands in the bar, and I was like, "Too many men, too many men." <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone like looked up. It yeah. was great. Yeah, and you could just tell Eli was kind of the the unbiased one in this, and he just is watching everything happen. After Peyton stops talking after the first one, Mrs. Eli just carries it all the way through. It was uh, it was great TV, especially. Because Broncos fans really do not like Kyle Brandt now. Yeah, I just, it's kind of a shame because I used to like Kyle Brandt. Yeah, but now I have no choice. Dang, he really doesn't like Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, Ryan, those people have not apologized to Russell Wilson yet. They sure haven't. They're they're waiting until they are forced to, which is going to come probably pretty soon. And I think last super chat coming in from Dylan Smith says twenty-seven to eight Broncos, and I think Russell has three hundred <laughs> yards. And Sutton has over 100 yards. All love Broncos country. Let's go. Boy, parlay those together. You might be a millionaire after this game. Bet 10 bucks and you might just win all the money in the world. Actually, final super chat from our guy Rustin Dirk says, I'll drive from East Kansas for the Sunday night game with my son. Let me win. How else can I sign up without Insta or Twitter? We got uh, a link, link in is... our description, and since you're watching on YouTube, it's just got to be right below. I so knew he was from East Kansas when his name was Rustin Dirt. <laughs> uh, also, I want to make very clear: I am not choosing the winner, so don't. I'm not. I have nothing to do with the winner because somebody asked in the chat. It's are people random. trying to people trying to pay you off? Somebody you asked. Somebody asked, and I just want to make sure that people don't get confused. <laughs> I am not choosing the winner. Are we doing it like in a hat, or how do you do it? We have a computer drawing. generator. Oh, it's oh, all yeah, automated. We don't do any of that. Yeah, I want to wow. make that very clear that it's not me. Yeah. Once I read that fifteen hundred word uh, disclaimer, I knew it was a serious thing. Mm-hmm. One day, a long time from now, we'll tell the story about the Madden giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet man, that was uh, long ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Have a great time watching this game. Stay tuned for the countdown. Forty-five minutes before the game, so tune into YouTube right around five thirty on DNVR Sports, and then of course after the game, we're gonna be going live talking about hopefully a Broncos win. Have a fantastic weekend. Fly.